Our world is changing. Fire, famine, melting ice. People are changing. Poverty. Civil rights. Depression. The world deserves better. Join us. 1% Better Podcast. The fashion industry is causing a rise in non-biodegradable waste. The ever-increasing emissions released by manufacturing industries and emissions from automobiles are causing global electricity generation accounts for a huge part of the greenhouse emissions. Economic progress is a boon, but global warming is no less than a bane that concerns us all. If it exceeds a certain threshold, it's safe to say that every progress made by humankind will become futile. Something similar is happening right now in this world, with almost every sector contributing to global warming either directly or indirectly. The most polluting sectors that are causing climate change are electricity generation, transportation, manufacturing and oil drilling, and agriculture. Now let's deep dive into how these industries cause global warming. The exploitation and utilization of energy greatly impacts the environment. Some 82% of the commercial energy consumed in the world comes from non-renewable energy sources such as fossil fuel and nuclear power. Renewable energy sources in the form of biomass, hydropower and geothermal, wind and solar energy account for the remaining 18%. Most people in developing countries burn wood and charcoal to heat their dwellings and cook their food. Many of these individuals face fuel wood shortage that is expected to worsen because of unsustainable harvesting of fuel wood. About 2 million people die prematurely each year from the breathing particles emitted by burning wood indoors, on an open fire and in poorly designed stoves. In this episode of 1% Better, we take a look at how the processes of extracting, processing, transporting and utilizing energy resources affects the environment, human health and climate change. Serious problem associated with the use of conventional crude oil or any carbon-containing fossil fuel is that it releases CO2 into the atmosphere, thereby promoting climate change from global warming. Currently, burning oil mostly as gasoline and diesel fuel for transportation accounts for 43% of global carbon dioxide emissions. Climate change undermines power and energy production by increasingly depleting renewable and non-renewable resources, creating scarcity and damage to infrastructure. It also undermines environmental dimensions by increasing sea level rise, extreme weather events and land degradation. In reducing climate-induced threats on the power sector, efforts should be geared towards ensuring that the energy sector can withstand the changes to climate that are already underway by optimizing energy mix, developing low-carbon and renewable energy, formulating relevant laws and regulations, as well as promoting technology advancement and economic engineering. The drilling and extraction of natural gas from wells and its transportation and pipelines results in the leakage of methane, primary component of natural gas that is 34 times stronger than CO2 at trapping heat over a 100-year period, and 86 times stronger over a 20-year period. 
preliminary studies and field measurements show that the so-called fugitive methane emissions range from 1 to 9% of total life cycle emissions burning natural gas produces nitrogen oxides which are precursors to smog but at lower levels than gasoline and diesel vehicles used for motor vehicles when coal is burned it releases a number of airborne toxins and pollutants these include mercury lead sulfur dioxide nitrogen oxides particulates and various other heavy metals health impacts can range from asthma and breathing difficulties to brain damage heart problems cancer neurological disorders and premature death when you burn charcoal in your grill at home ash is left over same is true for coal fired power plants which produce more than 100 million tons of coal ash every year more than half of that waste ends up in ponds lakes landfills and other sites where over time it can contaminate waterways and drinking water supplies climate change is coal's most serious long term global impact chemically coal is mostly carbon which when burned reacts with oxygen in the air to produce carbon dioxide a heat trapping gas when released into the atmosphere carbon dioxide works like a blanket warming the earth above normal limits the dam wall itself blocks fish migrations within some cases and with some species completely separates spawning habitats from rearing habitats the dam also traps sediments which are critical for maintaining physical processes and habitats downstream of the dam which include the maintenance of productive deltas barrier islands fertile food plains and coastal wetlands this alteration of a river's flow and sediment transport downstream of a dam often causes a great sustained environmental impact on life in and around the river which is conditioned on the timing and quantities of river flow even subtle changes in the quantity and timing of the river flows impact aquatic and riparian life which can unravel the ecological web of a river system large dams have led to the extinction of many fish and other aquatic species the disappearance of bird in food plains huge losses of forest wetlands and farmlands erosion of coastal deltas and many other unmitigable impacts william ernest mackibben who was born on the 8th of december 1960 is an american environmentalist author and journalist who has written extensively on the impact of global warming He is the Schumann Distinguished Scholar at Middlebury College and leader of the climate campaign group 350.org. He has authored a dozen books about the environment including his first The End of Nature in 1989 which talks about climate change and falter has the human game began to play itself out 2019 in 2009 he led 350.org's organization of 5200 simultaneous demonstrations in 181 countries 
in 2010 mckeven and 350.org conceived the 10 10 10 global work party which convened more than 7000 events in 188 countries as he had told a large gathering at warren wilson college shortly before the event in 2010 350.org also coordinated a planet scale art project with many of the 20 works visible from satellites in 2011 and 2012 he led the environmental campaign against the proposed keystone xl pipeline project and spent 3 days in jail in washington dc Two weeks later, he was inducted into the literature section of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. He was awarded the Gandhi Peace Prize in 2013. Foreign Policy magazine named him to its inaugural list of the 100 most important global thinkers in 2009. and msn named him one of the dozen most influential men of 2009 in 2010 the boston globe called him probably the nation's leading expert environmentalist and time magazine book reviewer brian walsh described him as the world's first green journalist In 2012, in 2014, he was awarded the Right Livelihood Award for mobilizing growing popular support in the USA and around the world for strong action to counter the threat of global climate change. That's all for today. See you next Saturday at 12:30.